You are listening to Sales Secrets with Gabe Larson. In this episode, Senior Managing Director at JLL, Steve Steinmeier, talks about the power of relationship selling and how you can start to build relationships that help you sell more. I welcome everybody to this Sales Secrets podcast. We're excited to get going today. We're going to be talking about relationships and relationships in selling. Um, It'll be an interesting topic, especially for people who experience that more complex sales cycle. And to do that, we brought on um, Steve Steinmeier. He's currently the Senior Managing Director at JLL, where he oversees tenant representatives on a global landscape. So Steve, thanks so much for joining. How the heck are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, man. Appreciate you jumping on. Um, wanted to maybe just have um, you tell us just a little bit about yourself and what you do over there at JLL. Well, sure. Uh, well, I've been with uh, JLL for uh, going on 24 years. So, uh, uh, you know, quite a while here. And, you know, really throughout that time, I've been just as the uh, just as my uh, job description uh, uh, indicates that, you know, I represent uh, tenants, specifically office tenants. and uh, I do a lot of that in downtown Chicago, and I should, when I say I, I should say you know I lead a team that does that in downtown Chicago, and we uh, also uh, help clients uh, that have portfolios of, of property, uh, you know, around the country and around the world. So uh, uh, you know, really get to meet all kinds of uh, of uh, folks, you know, uh, and have have had the opportunity to meet all kinds of folks over the years, um, and. Uh, uh, really enjoy the uh, the entrepreneurial and the uh, uh, you know the dynamic uh, you know you know daily environment. Yeah, interesting. It does sounds like an interesting job. Um, sounds like you in twenty four years. Boy, that is a long time. I, I I'm running up on five, and I feel like I've been here forever. I can't imagine what twenty four feels like. But good for you. Um, <laughs> Uh, so tell us just real quick before we dive into relationship selling, um, outside of work, anything you're passionate about, fun stories, embarrassing moments? Oh, uh, well, I think this is a, uh, probably a family podcast, so we'll, 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 keep, we'll keep the embarrassing stories uh, 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 you know, under wraps. But uh, I'll tell you, the one thing that I'm probably most passionate about is, uh, is music. And, you know, I, I do play a little guitar, but... Uh, I, I'm, I'm not being I'm not being humble when I say I play a little guitar. I, that's accurate, but I I really enjoy music and have really for my whole life. I I see a lot of shows. One year I actually managed to see 52 shows in a year. That was a, a few years back. But uh, as, as part of that, I uh, been involved in a, in a couple different organizations uh, on the board of a couple different nonprofits that uh, uh, work to provide uh, music education. And, and music opportunities, and uh, specifically in, in Chicago area schools, and uh, uh, a lot of the schools in uh, in the uh, the economically challenged parts of, of Chicago have, you know, over the years eliminated arts programs, and so we work to uh, uh, you know bring music back. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty uh, uh, I've done a lot of work with that over, over the years, and I'm pretty passionate about it. I really believe that uh, you know music is you know is part of the overall education you know experience is uh, is critical and so uh, uh that's just a, a, a little bit about uh what i tend to do when i'm not here <laughs> but gu- guitar is your weapon of choice did i hear that correctly 
Weapon's a good uh, a, a, a good descriptor there. Weapon, yes. <laughs> oh, good, man. Well, and again, appreciate the work you do down there in Chicago. I almost moved to Chicago once, but uh, ended up move and uh, ended up not doing it. So, um, it's, yeah, I, I moved here. Uh, uh, I actually uh, years ago I, w- I was with Deloitte, and I, I transferred uh, with Deloitte up to Chicago. But I did so uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. And then uh, I guess it was 93 or something like that. So a long, long time ago, but uh, uh, late, late fall, early winter is not the time to move to Chicago okay. in case you're, uh, okay. in case you're trying to schedule something. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. I remember I did visit uh, one time in January, my brother-in-law had graduated from Northwestern and it was, um, it was cold, like negative 50 wind chill or something. So mm-hmm. um, Anyways, topic for another time. Let's dive into relationship selling. Why is this kind of a passionate topic about you? Is, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background. Is relationship-based selling kind of where you've played most of your career? Yeah, well, yes, I, I would say. And it's not you – know, when we were talking in, uh, and thinking about this you know, in advance, I was trying to think about how I got there. And I, you know, the only thing that I could really – it really just came to me that it's just how I do it. And how 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 it's comfortable for me, and I think that's probably you know the uh, you know sort of a a, a fun, you know a, a foundation you know point for you know uh, for any type of selling or maybe anything for that matter. It's got it's got to be authentic to you. It's got to it's got to work for you. It's got to sound natural and not forced, and it, it sound and feel. I should say a lot of it's feel, right? Yeah. Um, and and so for me, that's that's really just how I. I always went about it. I, I just approach it as any other relationship, candidly. I mean, I think, you know, people, you know, to me, I see people buy from people they trust, uh, people and people that they like. Uh, and if, you know, you, you don't, you know, if you don't have a relationship with someone, they're not going to trust you and they're not going to know whether they like you or not. Now, if you have a relationship with, with, with them and they don't like you, well, then you're, then you're done anyway. But <laughs> assuming people generally like you, uh, uh, you know, you, you've got to get the point to the point where you're developing trust. Otherwise, you're just going down the road of uh, you know, procurement exercises. And, and, you know, that's part of what we do, you know, uh, you know, in, in our business, we get uh, you know, we get RFPs from, you know, large corporations that, you know, are procurement driven. Uh, but the, you know, the odds of winning something like that without a relationship also are, you know, not very good because chances are, you know, if they've, if there's three or four, you know, teams competing for that business, one of them has a relationship. And whenever there's a relationship, I think that, that, you know, all things equal and, and sometimes even when things are, aren't equal, uh, that that trumps, and so just from a success a success standpoint, I think it's important. Now, the other part of it for me is I just find it fun. I find it more enjoyable uh, to work with people that that I know and I have a relationship with, uh, can speak frankly with and, and to, and I think uh, you know people value that. No, oh, absolutely. It does seem like. To your point, as you kind of started off there, some people it just comes more naturally to um, relationship-based selling. You know, it's more in their DNA. What I want to try to pull out of you is what are some of those key principles, you know, you have found that really help you build those relationships and kind of take it to the next level? So maybe just start at the top. What's kind of 
something that you've found helps to solidify and establish that relationship in this relationship selling game? Well, I think it just starts out with, by working your, 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 your tail off. And when you get an assignment and when you get an opportunity to do something, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is that you, 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 you deliver, uh, I won't say you overdo it because, you know, I think that could be a problem too, but you, you, you deliver excellence. And when you deliver excellence and then you can do that consistently and show a track record, you know, I think people recognize that people respect that. And there's no you know, better starting point for, for a good relationship. Um, you know, you know, so I think that's the number one principle is that you're always on. Everything you do matters. Yep. Uh, there, there's no throwaway task, right. if you will. Right. And, 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 it, and again, it doesn't mean that you need to overdo things all the time. You just need to do them, do them well. And um, again, I, I, I think that's recognized. And if you're not doing that, I think you're going to have a hard time, you know, getting to, uh, uh, you know, getting to the next step getting the next assignment. No, that makes perfect sense. I like that. You're always on. One of the misnomers I feel like people kind of talk about is this idea of trust. You know, trust is important in a relationship sales, but it's like, I know that's a buzzword, but how do you build, how do you start to establish trust? Does that just come over time or? Yeah, I honestly, I think that's, I think that's the important thing there because, you know, you, you really can't force that. And it's, you know, you, you, it, it just doesn't happen. There, there has to be some shared experience, some shared, uh, uh, you know, they have to see the results of, of how you operate, uh, get a sense of, of who you are. And sometimes uh, that's helped reputationally uh, if, if you've done it for a long time. If you're fortunate enough to be associated with a, an organization that has a good reputation, like I, I think JLL does, that helps, and so that that that, that gives you a, you know a foundation to build on. But even then, you 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 still have to you, you still have to do something to earn that trust. And yep. that again, that doesn't mean it needs to take two years uh, or or even two months. You know, it could happen in a couple of weeks. You could yeah. you can develop trust you know quickly. It's just it just just doesn't happen. And um, hmm. uh, and, and, and again, there's no, I, I wouldn't say that there's any magic to it other than uh, there's just some hard work. And uh, maybe a, a way to put it is, 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 is don't take the shortcut. Uh, the, you, when, you're, when you're building a house, I, I, think, I think about it like that. You, you're kind of building a house, you're building a foundation. And if you take a shortcut early on, uh, you're going to regret it. And, it, and it's going uh, to impact the the rest of the relationship and and, yeah. and it just and you're going to be working to fix that or you know you know your your foundation your your house is going to be leaning and no one wants a leaning house yeah i love that sometimes the shortcut right seems better but it often in the long run isn't necessary yeah. one of the things you and i talked a little bit about pre-show was this idea of uh, relationship selling versus pitch selling and maybe why pitch selling yeah. talk, talk to us about that dynamic and what's going on there well, I mean, there is, I mean, there, there's, we certainly have to do the pitch selling because uh, that's, that's part of what we do and, and uh, uh, you know, part of the environment and uh, that's how some things are set up. But I would say that 
if there can be some level of a relationship, you know, built around that, you're going to have you're 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 gonna, you're just going to be more credible going in. If you're if you're if you're showing up and the first part of your pitch is trying to establish your credibility, you know that's you're already behind, right? And and again, I, you could say, well, everybody's starting from the same place. Well, I bet you they're not, because if there's four or five people pitching, one of them has a relationship with the with the people that you're uh, uh, that you're pitching, and so it's. Without that relationship, I just think you're a little behind. Uh, that, does, that doesn't mean you don't take an at bat because sometimes you go into the pitch, uh, you know, um, with the eye for the next time around. You know, it's long, it's a long shot to get the business today, but you're going in to as this is your first step to establish that credibility, and your eye is three years down the road. And and and, and so I want to, and that may seem like a long sell cycle, but I tell uh, um, I tell folks, you know. Uh, a lot of the the younger people all the time. You got to do. You have to do two things in our business. You know, we're a commission based business, and so you know, if you're not selling and executing, you're you're not getting paid. But you have to do two things. You have to hunt and you have to farm. Yeah. And it's really easy to put off farming because it doesn't it doesn't yield right away. And and and, and by the way, this isn't for the most part. It's not farming annual crops. It's more like a tree farm. Where you where you're planting something and it's three four five years sometimes ten years uh, before things pay off and but if you start doing that early in your career and you consistently do it you're it, it, it's you're building an annuity for yourself essentially you're building you're building a annuity of relationships that you don't know how they can benefit you but uh, they will in some ways. Yeah, no. Does that, that make sense? No, it totally does, right? I mean, sometimes you got to play the long game, um, but I think yeah. there are different ways to do that. Watching out for um, being too pitchy, obviously, is going to cause some problems in that long term. I think what, one of the knocks on relationship selling is that it's it's hard to scale. Um, it's um, you know, and and it also takes a long time. Is there ways, or have you found some different things to help you scale relationship selling models? Well, uh, I, I think you just uh, there, there, there's lots of different ways to scale, right? I mean, you know, with us, it's the uh, it, it's the size of a deal or the size of a portfolio. So the, the, you you can scale by uh, being able to um, you know uh, you know win win larger you know assignments, and some of that happens is that you know when you're younger in your career. Is that the people that you know and you have the best relationships with, who are sort of your peers? They're often not in decision-making roles. Right. But as you go along in your career, three or four or five years, they, some of them start to get there, and they're in positions. And sometimes those opportunities are smaller. But as your career progresses, some of those same people, those uh, uh, are not the decision makers for really large opportunities. So. At a minimum, they're scaling on that. Now, I don't think that's exactly where you were, were going with this, but just to, to, to throw that bet out there. But in terms of scaling, I think one of the things is, is you, you, you build a team. And you build a team with um, similar, uh, you know, with people that have a similar ethos and a, a similar approach. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes a complementary approach. You know, you, you, you have... Uh, uh, you know, on our team uh, right now, I've got uh, um, a couple of former architects. 
uh, and myself, which is a, a sort of a uh, uh, a uh, rehabilitated CPA and, and and finance MBA. So uh, we've got a couple different perspectives, and, and I'm obviously a, a male and two females, and 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 that gives you a diversity of. Uh, um, a diversity of appeal, but also a diversity of understanding because you, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And, uh, but when you have a, you know, a range of uh, experiences and, and, and perspectives and, uh, uh, and personalities even, uh, you know, that helps. And so I, I think by building a, a, a well-constructed team, yeah. that's probably, in my view, the best way to scale relationships out. Yeah, and I love kind of the diverse, uh, diversity approach as well. That adds a lot because, to your point, not everybody kind of gets along with, with everybody. So to be able to kind of find that balance, I'm sure, makes a big impact. So, Steve, we talked um, about a number of kind of things today. If you were kind of summing up this concept of, you know, how to get the relationship part of relationship selling right, what's kind of the, the summary statement or the, the leave behind you'd, you'd say to people who are trying to nail this in their own business? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that at the end. You, you faded out there. I'm sorry, did I? Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, so as we kind of close here, I um, was just curious, as we've talked a lot about building relationships as part of this relationship selling motion, um, what would be kind of the takeaway statement or any advice you'd give to other sales leaders trying to build this model themselves? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would say two things. One, for the uh, – for the uh, the younger people, the people that are just getting started out or early in their careers, uh, do the farming in addition to the, the hunting because it's, it's very easy to focus on the hunting, but the farming is going to pay off. And for every year or even every month that you don't start it, you're just that far behind. It's it, it's just like just like putting money in that 401k. You know, you, you, you got you got to do it. You got to start it early, and you got to be disciplined about it. And, and maybe that's the other word that we haven't talked about here today. You have to have a certain amount of discipline. Yeah. And I don't mean you know, rigidity or, or, you know, military, you know, kind of discipline, but discipline to uh, do the things, to, to do the work early and consistently, uh, you know, and, and, and every day. And, and, and that's going to pay off for you. For, for folks who are a little farther along in their career, we're trying to, as you put it, uh, figure out how to scale this. It's just look around and, and, and build a good team. And make sure there are people that you like and get, and can get along with, but also that you know that are not exact clones of you. You don't need you know you know three guys that like rock, rock music all, all all on the same team. Right, right. You, you, you're going to like them and want to hang out with them, but you need, you need a little diversity, and I think that that'll serve you well. So I mean, to me, those two takeaways: you know, farm early and and, and consistently. And uh, uh, think about diversity uh, and, uh, and compatibility when you're building your team. I love, I, I love that. So, Steve, um, as we wrap then, if someone wants to, you know, get in touch with you, potentially continue the conversation or learn a little bit more about JLL, what's the best way to do that? Well, the, the, the best way probably is to reach out to, uh, to me on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I, I'm easily found. Uh, 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 Steve Steinmeier, S-T-E-I-N-M-E-Y-E-R, uh, on, on LinkedIn, and um, uh, and and you can always you know check out a little bit about JLL on JLL.com.
Awesome. All righty. Well, again, Steve, really appreciate you taking the time to talk about relationship selling. I've enjoyed it. I'm sure the audience as well. Um, and for the audience, remember success is just one play away. To learn more about this topic and many other sales secrets, come check out our resource center at resources.insidesales.com. Again, that's resources.insidesales.com. And thank you for listening to Sales Secrets with Gabe Larson.